0: and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Happy Monday, boo. Sending y'all love and light wherever you are in the world today. If you are listening right now, take a screenshot of where you're tuning in from and tag us. Tag me, tag Slay Girl Slay. Y'all, it really makes my day seeing where you guys tune in from, whether that's the car, you're at your desk, maybe you're taking a walk right now, or you're at work. Thank you wherever you are in the world, I truly appreciate you so much for listening. For those of you that are newer to the podcast and you just discovered us, welcome to the girl chat, boo. (laughs) My name is Ashley. I don't know how you found our little corner of the podcast world, but I'm so glad that you did and even more glad that you are here. For those of you that follow us on YouTube, I know y'all are like, Ash, where's new video sis (laughs) and let me tell y'all YouTube is a different beast okay and I like to do things right the setup has to be right the equipment has to be right my vibe has to be right and it doesn't have to be perfect right but it does have to be good enough for me So right now we're making some changes to the set and we should have some videos out within the next few weeks. So stay tuned. In the meantime, however, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Slay Girl Slay YouTube channel. We just hit over 1,000 subs on our channel and I am feeling very proud about it. (laughs) And I know, I know that may not sound like a lot to y'all, but it really means a lot to me. Even if it was 50 people that were subscribed, I'd still be elated. So catch us over on YouTube. I promise we'll have some new videos up very, very, very soon, boo. One thing about me that I feel like not everybody knows about is that I am a severe overthinker. I feel like I've shared this before on the podcast, but y'all, that is probably one of my biggest flaws, overthinking. I mean, I can take a situation and stew on it over and over and over over again. And I won't say anything about it out loud, but you better believe if it made me feel some type of way, the situation is on constant replay in my mind. Sometimes I may overthink a situation or maybe something somebody has said to me and I'll overthink it to the point where it affects my mood and then my mood begins to affect my day. Case in point, Let me take you back a little bit to younger Ashley. I was sitting in the kitchen one night. My mom went to the grocery store really, really late. And I was, and I still am, the type of child where if I called my mom and she didn't pick up, I would keep calling until she picked up the phone. (laughs) And I know that's crazy, right? And I have no shame. I would give her a few minutes in between each call to call me back. But if we're hitting like five, 10 minutes and she didn't call me back, I was blowing her up. And I don't know why I'm like that, but that's that's just how I was, that's how I am. So it was late one night back in the day and she had left me at home and she was out getting food. It had started to storm really bad outside, right? Like hail. The lights were flickering. You could barely see the streets. One of those type of storms. So I'm staring out of the window, calling her on the house phone. Remember those? (laughs) To see where she is and trying to get her to wrap it up at the store and come home. I call. She didn't pick up. I hang up, call again. She doesn't pick up. And the more I call, the more I started to worry. It's raining. And I'm the type of overthinker where I can hurt my own feelings thinking about something that hasn't even happened. I'm thinking the worst of the worst. I'm thinking she's stuck somewhere or that she's hurt and I can't get to her. And I'm just spiraling at this point, right? I stood in the window for about 45 minutes. And by the time she pulled into the driveway, y'all, I was ugly crying, holding the house phone and playing God Send Me an Angel on my CD player by Amanda Perez. (laughs) And if you remember that song, you know how old... I was (laughs) extreme, right? But that's the type of spiraling and that type of overthinking and letting my emotions take full control has bled into my adult life. And I've had to fight through some really hard times. And a lot of those hard times, I brought it onto myself. I will overthink my way straight into an attitude, I will overthink my way into sadness. I will overthink my own way right into some bad anxiety, all because I have been living my life based on how I feel and not what I know. Fast forward to today, I'm not as bad as I used to be, (laughs) thank God, but how fast my mind can run with something and it starts to affect my mood, that still happens. But what I have learned and still trying to teach myself is that my feelings are not always the facts. How I feel about something or someone or better yet, how they feel about me, it's a feeling. It's a perception. But it's not a fact. And I can't go through life feeling all the feels but not getting all the facts too. How you feel every day, boo, has the power to dictate your life. You may not realize it, but the emotions you carry can dictate your every move. Someone that doesn't feel very confident because they haven't gotten dressed in a long time and they've let themselves go in some areas may not apply for their dream job because they may be feeling inferior. Someone that doesn't feel very creative may never publish their work because they fear it will be criticized and their work sucks. Someone that's building something may be in a place where they aren't getting things done as much as they used to, so they stop working altogether because they feel that they are lazy. You see where I'm going? We think that because we feel bad, that things are going bad. We think that because we may feel hopeless, then our lives are hopeless. We feel fat and unhealthy, then we must be fat and unhealthy. And that couldn't be more wrong. Our feelings are how we perceive our lives and what is going on around us. But our feelings, most of the time, are just that. Feelings. They are not the facts. say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine with 12 shades of brilliant intense color no ammonia and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy-to-use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo. Because it's not the hair color you were born with, but... The hair color you were meant to be. Claire all, it is so me. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are all dealing with something that stresses us out. It can be big things and even the smallest of things. And if we keep them bottled up and not talk about them in a safe space, it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe space to get things off of your chest and to identify what's really weighing you down and how to fix it. I've always been a very big advocate for therapy. And if you are personally thinking of giving therapy a try, I think you should try BetterHelp. Everything is done online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. It is that simple. Something I learned during a therapy session is no matter how big or small the situation is, if it bothers you, it matters. And sitting down talking about my issues, big or small, helps me figure out how to work through them. Get things off of your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash slay today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash slay For 10% off your first month. Feelings are not facts, right? But they are real. The anger you may feel because someone did you wrong is real. The stress you may feel from having to make a hard decision is real. The anxiety you may feel from doing something new for the first time or putting yourself out there, and people have the opportunity to judge or criticize you, that's real. But sometimes I think we do a really good job of making what we feel bigger than what it actually is. The emotion we feel can sometimes feel like it consumes all of us, right? And because it feels all consuming, then in our minds, it's all-consuming. It's big. But in reality, it's just how we feel. How we perceive what's happening in our lives directly influences how we feel, which then dictates our emotions, which is what I'd like to call the mood. But can we all learn to take a step back when we're super into our feelings, and learn to become rational thinkers? Can we learn how to distinguish our feelings and our emotions from a fact? And how we do that is to constantly look for the truth in the situation. This is something I have been learning and applying from therapy. And I can tell you, it's been a great tool to use if you're the type of person like me that tends to overthink, and that overthinking leads you to spiral into something that you really don't need to be in. When you find yourself dealing with an issue or a situation with someone, you have to ask yourself, where is the evidence? What evidence? do you have that supports why you feel the way that you feel? Is there evidence that shows you're a lazy person? Is there evidence to show that your life is hopeless? Is there evidence to show that you're not on the right track and evidence to show that you don't have it all together? Where is the truth in what you feel, boo? And is it in fact the truth We have to learn how to step back from our feelings and assess what's making us feel the way that we feel and include the facts, right? So for example, I'm just using this as an example because I feel like everybody has probably felt this way before, whether you like to admit it or not, but let's say you posted something online, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, wherever, and your post doesn't get as many likes as the last post did, your first thought is what? They don't like my post. Then what? You start thinking of all the reasons they didn't like your post, right? Then you go further and you're like, well, maybe people don't really like me, right? Then you take it a step further and start thinking of all the things you don't like about yourself, Then you see someone else's post and you're wondering why your post didn't do as good as their post. And so somewhere in your mind, you think that they've done something better than you did or that they are better or that they have more to offer. Then you feel down on yourself because you don't feel like you're good enough to do what you set out to do. Now you're feeling a little sad, maybe a little self-conscious, right? And the next time you sit down to post something, you're a little hesitant because in the back of your mind, you're wondering if anyone is going to really like the photo, video, real TikTok video that you wanted to post. Am I right? It's something as small as a social media post, but you see how when we perceive something, how it makes us feel. And those feelings then spiral into all different types of other feelings, and it can just keep going and going. That was just an example, but think of conversations you've had with other people that made you feel a certain way, things you've done, things you've said, situations you've ended up in. Our perception of our lives create feelings, feelings create emotions. And what I'm saying is, can we start to be mindful And start looking for the evidence when we find ourselves feeling low, feeling crummy, feeling sad or anxious, feeling self-conscious or like we're not good enough. What evidence do you have that supports that? Going back to my example of the social media post, if you had stopped, taken a mindful moment to ask yourself, where is the evidence that supports me feeling down? What facts do I have that say I'm not good enough? What facts do I have that says this other person really is better than me? I guarantee you the outcome would have looked completely different. Maybe you didn't get a bunch of likes because a bunch of people just didn't see it. That's evidence These apps are built in a room with a bunch of really smart people who get paid to create algorithms that lets the apps show what they want to show. Now, does that mean you are less than or not as creative or not as cool like the other person who has a bunch of likes? No, but that's evidence Just because someone's posted better than yours does not mean that they have more to offer than you do. No, that's evidence, boo. And that's just my example, but apply this same equation to your life. Just because you may be feeling unproductive today does not make you a lazy person. Just because you feel all over the place today doesn't mean your life is not together. Just because you feel ugly and not attractive today, that doesn't make you an ugly and unattractive person. You feel angry about something, but you are not your anger. You feel afraid of something, but you are not your fear. You are not your anxiety. Stop making your feelings your reality, sis. And don't get me wrong. It's important to feel what you feel, right? Right? Feelings and emotions make us human and we should honor that. I want you to know what you're feeling and be able to call it out and say, you know what? This is what I'm feeling today. But what I also want you to understand is you do not have to be at the mercy of your feelings, boo. You do not have to be at the mercy of your emotions. They don't have to run your life. They don't have to make your situations feel bigger than what they really are. So the next time you're feeling really crappy, unattractive, unsuccessful, not good enough, scared, lonely, anxious, or the plethora of other negative feelings and emotions we all experience on a daily basis, ask yourself, what real evidence do I have That supports how I feel, the way that I feel today. What truth supports this emotion I'm feeling right now? And if everything adds up and you have the facts that support what you feel, feel it. And eventually, like everything else, it will pass. But if there is no evidence to support your feelings of not being good enough or not being attractive or not being successful enough, not being productive enough, being lonely or anxious or any of those things, let it ride, sis. Let it go. You are more than the negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you experience. And that is a fact. that's it for today's podcast boo if you love the slay girl slay podcast be sure to give us a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode we'd love to hear from you